Well, hello, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Yield Bros. I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? It's a shocker. His name is Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Happy belated Great. birthday, sir. Oh, thank you. You know, another year older. Here we go. Let's do it. Went and got a chemical peel. Did everything I could do. Ate a pizza. You know, I'm all Great. about self-improvement. You know, a little dominoes and a chemical peel. I'm good to go. Yeah, uh, you, look, I, you look beautiful. Your skin looks flawless today. Oh, thank you, Ben. Actually, it's all peeling off. So if anybody thinks I have food on my face, it's not food today, okay? It's skin. Isn't that fun? It's dead, dying you got skin. face on your face. <laughs> I've got uh, snake, snake skin coming off. I'm going to be a new <laughs> snake this year. Uh, thanks to everybody for your happy birthday wishes. It just made me so happy. Okay, really, I say it sarcastically, but I meant it. I can't change, all right? Um, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the show. Monday nights are when we do Take a Seat. That's our live show over on Spotify Live. Super fun. You guys call in. We all talk. We all laugh. Okay? We all fight with the same person in the comments. It's a great time. Um, so that's Mondays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Join us for that. Also, our Game of Thrones podcast has begun. It's called Winter is Crappening. So for those of you who were like, our husbands don't watch this shit, but they'll listen to the Game of Thrones ones, um, just have them subscribe to Winter is Crappening. And then, boom, solved. They don't have to hear anything else other than that. Um, and I think that's it for announcements, Ben. Do you have well, anything Well, it's Crappens today? on Demand. Today is Crappens on Demand on Patreon. That's true. It's that's true, true news. Okay. That's true. That is some real news that you can use, okay? That is news you can go into the weekend knowing, and you can tell your friends that it was actually a Crappens on Demand Day on, on Crappens. Watch what Crappens, okay? That is true, T, as they say, as the, as the not kids say. Um, everybody, welcome. Southern Charm Day. What a day. Wow, Shep's a piece of shit, everybody. Wow. Hey, anybody shot? Yeah. Anybody out there shot? No. I would say one of his lowest moments in uh, a run that's had many low moments. Like, this is, I think, one of Shep's very worst moments he's ever had on the show. Really? I think so. Because he's always had asshole moments you know like every time when shep is winning me over again he'll do he'll be he'll do something so assholey like it'll be a spiteful jealous impetuous sort of thing you know like whether it was kelsey ballerini gosh or inviting those girls to that one party with, to embarrass craig there's always something not to mention also, by the way, probably his very lowest moment was making fun of the homeless lady in New York. But that was off camera. But I think yeah. that... Um, well, uh, it was on camera, but it was It was on, on camera, but it was camera. off, not on the show. Yeah. But like this was like, he was being an asshole, but he was doing it really to the person that he... Like, it's one thing if you're an asshole to like Craig and Austin. But if you're going to speak that way to your lady, to your lover... Like, that was, to me, it was totally obnoxious. And I loved, I actually really loved the way that Naomi and even Olivia were basically saying to Taylor, like, this is 100% wrong. I was really, I was really happy with that. It reminded me of, give me, like, really nice flashbacks to, was it season six or something like that? Where the season opened up with Naomi just dressing down JD at that, like, dinner. Like, that was just so excellent. It's the best. Yes. 
Well, here we are. It's a good uh, Shep showcase. And all over a game of egg toss. You know, that's what know, makes that it was even the better. Best part. Like, it was egg it's, toss. It's all over this childhood game and Shep just reverting into full-on child mode and stomping his feet and, you know, yelling. And Marcy mm-hmm. being like, oh, he even curses at his mom. That's no, you should see that. It's no big deal. Okay. Yeah. You should see what he does enabler. it to Bunny. Now that's sad. I'm pregnant. <laughs> okay, so let's start off this show. Previously on Southern Charm, oh, as Caleb and Catherine decided to call it quits again. <laughs> God, I was so bored I had to hook up with Whitney because that happened also. <sighs> I like to think of Naomi recording these just pissed off on her white couch, her, her white shabby <laughs> sheet couch and her new farm <laughs> remodel, her farmhouse remodel. Yeah, 100%. So they're at Old Brass, the Frank Lloyd Wright home, and um, they're still like arguing around that fire because uh, Craig is in his feelings because he just found out that Naomi and Whitney had hooked up. So now he's like angry, and then that spiraled into the whole larger conversation about Craig. Like Shep isn't happy for my success. Oh, this is reminding. I had a, <laughs> I had a dream last night. I'm just realizing this right now. I had a dream last night that I introduced Paige and Craig to my parents. And then then I turned to Paige and I said, by the way, just so you know, the audience is turning against you. (laughs) And she goes, yeah, I anticipated that. I was like, okay, you should just be prepared. (laughs) Did your mother ask why she was wearing a micro mini in in late fall? (laughs) No, my mom did not ask that. My parents just sort of were confused. And then I think I woke up shortly after. So, wow. I don't really even know what to say to that. I know. I'm sad for myself. I'm sad that that's what my, what my brain offers up. I've been know? watching that show on Netflix called The Sandman, and it's about the king of the dream world. And I'm just thinking, you failed. That's a, that's a failure of a dream, sir. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> your, your kingdom is going to get taken over. Who wants that? Yep. My, friend, my friend in college would always be like, I had a dream last night that I was flying alongside the Virgin Mary and then she gave me wings, but then I plummeted into the ocean. And mine's like, oh, I met pa- Paige and Craig came over and met my parents. <laughs> like one's laden with like all the major symbolism and mine's just like, just so pedestrian. <laughs> oh, man. So yes. we're an old ass. Um, and so it's dinner time. <laughs> They're still fighting. And Whitney's like, oh, guys, <laughs> we're going to be adjourning now. We're going to be adjourning to dinner now. And they're like, what does that mean? Um, so then Taylor and Shep are sitting at the, they stay at the table. And Taylor's like, Shep, be nice to Craig. And he's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. Every single word I say, I say the same. Every single word, I'm the same person. And so guess what? I'm going to still be the same person saying the same things, Garsh. It's like, you're, what does that even mean? You're the same person and you say the same things. Like, I'm the same asshole I started as. So why is everybody mad that I'm an asshole now? I guess that's what he's saying. You know, the thing is to, you know, you, you just, you can't have it both ways. You can't be stupid and smart, okay? You can't, you can't tell us on the one hand that you're a work in progress and the other hand, you can't say, don't try to change me. This is who I am. It's like, it's one lane or the other. And, and Shep is really like, he's really trapped in that. I mean, like Shep, Shep is really dying on a very sad, sad hill of vine. like, I it's just like a want sad like, vine. it's like a, <laughs> a sad vineyard vine. And it's yeah. basically like, it's like, I am a privileged snot who has not emotionally evolved since I was 
nine years old and I haven't had to because I am just wealthy. And so I can treat people like this and I don't want to change because this is who I am. Like who wants to like, do you see yourself on TV and see what a brat you are? And then you say, I want, this is who I am. And this, I don't want to change. Like that's just, it's not even like, ooh, disgusting. It's just like sad. It's sad that that's just like his reality. His yeah. aspirations are, are that low. Yeah, so they go to the table, and Austin's like, oh, are there seating assignments here? It's insane. What are these names? Names on places? And Whitney's like, uh, there's Plosmol. And Olivia's stuck next to Austin, and she's like, so not happy. At this very wide table, I'd like to add, like, they show a shot, like, looking down the table, and they are, it's like, it's a very wide table. I did not appreciate that. So, Shep is just, like, scowling in the corner, and Craig is still doing his, like, mumble arguing, where he's like, he'll never gonna pass for me. That's the thing. He'll never gonna pass for me. I don't want to talk about it. And Wendy's like, Craig, sit your ass down. Shut the fuck up. Mother. Mother, did you hear that? I yelled someone. And Olivia's all upset. She's like, I am beyond uncomfortable. Like, I'm still dealing with Austin and Sierra stuff. Like, you hung out? Like, define hangout. You've been out twice. Shut the fuck up, the both of you, okay? This is the saddest cast relationship I've ever seen. Yeah. You don't even like each other. So then they just keep cutting to Shep's face, and he's all pissed off. You know, he's like angry old man down there, just waiting for Jack Lemon to make him palatable. Mm-hmm. And then Leva's like, um, come on, guys, let's just have a nice dinner and just stop fighting. This is not a fight I started, so I don't approve of it. Yeah, okay? exactly. <laughs> yeah, if she didn't start it, she doesn't want to hear it. So, um, yeah, Whitney's like, Whitney's like, guys, we're about to have the best soul food you'll ever have in your life, okay? Because when you think Frank Lloyd right home, soul food, okay? So we're, <laughs> come on, sit down, everyone. Craig, we don't hate you. Uh, so the food is served, and Shep is still mad, so he takes his fork, and he's like, uh, don't eat cucumbers. No thanks. And throws it over his shoulder. Don't like yellow mustard. No thanks. And throws a little piece over his shoulder it's, on the ground. What What a fucking Like a child. Pig. My God. Like, uh, I mean, like I do that, but there's a right dog now. to pick it up. You know, it's called generosity in my home. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's like medieval almost. I mean, I mean, what is it? Flicking cucumbers over his shoulder. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> what is going on? And then, but then Craig's like, it's two of my favorite things. I'm like, okay, we're drawing battle lines over cucumbers and yellow mustard. Craig so. even has to make the fucking cucumbers about himself, you know. <laughs> yeah. And Leva groans. And she's like, can we just stop, okay? I just want a fun night, okay? And Whitney's like, let's just uh, eat, <laughs> drink. And Olivia, who's got, by the way, a napkin twirled up her nose. Okay, like you're going to need to find some subtlety if you're going to be on this show, ma'am. Okay, you might as well have like a placemat made out of mirror at this point. So uh, she's like, uh, yeah, eat, drink and get married. That's what your mom says. Whitney's like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Because I thought she said I thought she finished it by saying be merry, not be married. 
And so when she said, be merry, as your mom says, I went, I'm like, why are we, why are we doing that over like a very standard, you know, phrase, <laughs> be drink and be merry. I was like, whoa, was that like an act? Was that a accidental firing of that machine? But now that it's be merry, that makes much more sense. So thank you. It was a Patricia. Yeah. So then Craig and Austin walk off to do shots. And meanwhile, Olivia and um, Shepard, I mean, who's Taylor? Talking? These blonde girls. Taylor, I'm Taylor's sorry. Talking to Shep. Like, I know that it's only fair to be racist against white blonde people in this country <laughs> at this point, but I cannot tell these blonde girls apart. I need some diversity here. If you're not going to give me diversity, at least give me diversity in like hair dye, because this is fucking ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> It's like a yeah. crosswalk at a Texas college. Give me something. <laughs> so Taylor turns to Shep and goes, may I speak? There was, which is already weird that she's like asking permission. And then she's like, there was one point in your life when you doubted Craig and his pillows. And he's like, oh, and she <laughs> like, a, <laughs> it's like, he just had a cucumber and Taylor goes, so he's obviously succeeding. It's not about that. So just be happy for him. And he's, and so he starts poking his knee. He's making a point. He starts poking his knee. And he's like, this is not about that. This is not about that. Gosh. And she goes, he thinks it is. So just go like, hey, buddy. Hey, little guy. Look, I care about you a lot. And I'm really sorry that once in my life I doubted you. Did you ever say the word sorry? You've got to use that word. It's such a powerful word. Here, do you want to try it out? Um, Off the top of my head. Taylor, sorry I cheated on you. Taylor, sorry I made you feel like a crazy person. Taylor, sorry I talked down to you. Just some phrases I just sort of shut the up fuck with. up, cucumber. Just <laughs> shut up. And she's like, Shep, you've got to rise above your ego. And then uh, Craig comes, and Shep is now like pounding his foot. It's like boom, 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 boom. He's like so mad. So Craig returns, and then Taylor and Shep get up, and Marcy is telling Naomi what Shep should do is tell Craig he's sorry. You know, I mean, that's really what he should do. I don't know if I've met you. My name's Marcy. I'm pregnant. So you know, Marcy. Uh, by the way, Marcy, Marcy is about to get a ticket to Shut Up Mountain, and I'll tell you why. Because she, out of anyone, really has probably the best authority to really just, like, speak directly to Shep and be like, you you need to figure this out. And she never does. She doesn't tell him to say sorry. She laughs off his, like, his tantrums. And she'll say it to other people, well, you should really be like this. But she does not step up whatsoever. And that's bullshit. So, Marcy, if you're not going to do anything but talk about being pregnant, then you can be pregnant on Shut Up Mountain. How about that? She does later, but not now. But right now, I think yeah. she knows, like, this is Shep. He's an asshole. They know that Shep is an asshole. The girl that knows Shep and is dating Shep knows that he's an asshole. So, like, what can you do? Listen, it's getting me a little allowance money, you know? I can't have my mom buy all of my cribs. <laughs> yeah. So, Shep pulls Craig aside, and he's like, okay, Craig, I'm really sorry, Craig, really sorry. Listen, listen, I really am, for anything I said in the past, whatever it may be. And Craig's like, no, there's no sorry. Listen, you and I both have to acknowledge that we don't see eye to eye, all right? I'm like the king of pillows, and you're just Shep, you know? And so, I understand how hard that is to kiss the ring on a pillow, because you're like... Where's the pillow's fingers? It's just a square. And then the pillow's like, don't call me a square. We're supposed to be best friends. And then you're like, yeah, but you don't have fingers. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. We're not even friends anymore. (laughs) 
okay, Garsh Craig, I wasn't expecting all that. Look, I love you, and we're going to have fun. I do love you, so let's just say sorry and brush this under the rug again, okay? Okay, I do love you. Will you zip me up? You're not wearing a dress, Craig. But I'm a pillow. I'm a pillow. <laughs> so now Austin's talking to Olivia, and he's so, like, why didn't you, like, talk to me until, like, literally yesterday or literally today? Like, why not? So she's like, <laughs> she's like, she gives him this look like, really? We're only at the cucumber and mustard portion of the of the meal. Like, can't we get to the mains? She's like, we're doing this now. And he's like, okay, okay, no then, no then. So now Shep and Taylor get up and go to the bar so he can tell her that he's apologized or whatever. So Marcy's like, now where's everybody going? I'm pregnant! <laughs> and Austin turns to Craig and he goes, wait, Craig, did he apologize to you? And Craig's like, yeah, he apologized. But look, when you're coming at someone, the problem isn't the person you're coming at. And when people act out and are doing weird shits, that's like to themselves. And he's like, yeah, Craig is like holding a fork and a knife, but like in his hands, like ski poles. And he's like, and he's, he's like stabbing them down and like up and down. Along. He's like monkey shining them. He's like, <laughs> he's doing all these things. I'm like, well, now I understand why he maimed himself with a butter knife. Yeah. The problem is they're not fucking happy, bro. And Austin's like, what? You did it too, Craig. You were acting out too, Craig. You were acting out too. And Craig's like, uh, what was I doing? He's like, you were acting out doing crazy <laughs> shit, Craig. Crazy shit, Craig. Insane right now, the shit you were doing. Okay, Craig, put the knife down. Put the knife down, Craig. Oh, what's wrong with my knife? This is the problem with what you said. You said I was doing crazy shit. Well, you were lashing out at people irrationally, Craig. Irrationally, Craig. Oh, so now you're defending Shep? Because, uh, like, at the end of the day, you get nothing for nothing. I will always have your back. <laughs> so what are you doing? Like, I thought we were good. Are we not good? And he stands up now. <laughs> and you're Austin's like, is this, is this not next level delusion? Is it not? <laughs> Olivia's like, well, I guess so much for uh, you wanted to talk about our relationship now once again. And, and, back, and so then Austin's like, Craig is triggered and angry that he is on a trip with his ex who is hooking up with Whitney. And then he turns his anger towards me. It's like, you truly need to look in the mirror because you are asshole number one. I'm like, uh, you're asshole number zero, by the way, because you do the exact same thing anytime you're around Madison for crying out loud. So Vanita's like, Craig, sit down. <laughs> Vanita's so bored. You know, she's like watching all these idiots fight. <laughs> and Craig's like, I'm not going to sit down if he's just going to say that I'm being irrational. Mr. Fork, <laughs> tell Mr. Knife. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Knife. You better be. I really am. Look, now they're hugging. <laughs> Marcy's like, oh, I need to videotape this for my baby that I'm about to have. So then I'll be uh, the spoon because I'm pregnant. <laughs> a spoon is only a pregnant knife. <laughs> so Austin is like, <laughs> Austin's like, so Vanita's like telling Craig to like, hey, like, like calm down. And then Austin goes, I don't know why you're looking at her as if she has your back. Stop it. Look at someone who knows you. Me. I'm like, it was just so God. condescending. So dismissive of poor Vanita, who's just like on her first ever group scene, it feels like. So then it Craig feels like, but it's not, it's but it not. does feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> so Craig's like, uh, you lost me at this dinner. I'm yeah. That is what, that is the day you lost me. Look in your diary on this date. 
at this dinner and make a star and asterisks, if you will. And then on the very <laughs> bottom of the page, put another asterisk and write smaller than you wrote the other things in the page, the dinner that I lost Craig. So that you'll know that this is the dinner you lost Craig. Asterisk! <laughs> I want you to listen to the Jerry Maguire song. And when she says, you had me at hello, replace had with didn't have me. And then replace hello with that dinner there. You lost me at the cucumber fling. <laughs> the human so, brain weighs as much as potato salad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that this is the line that we're latching on to. So Austin's like, <laughs> you lost me at the dinner. Well, that's only because I got confused and walked away from the table, didn't know where I was. So Austin's like, <laughs> Craig, where's Craig? And he's so, like, I'm walking away from negative behavior. And Austin's like, Craig, you're a crazy person right now, Craig. <laughs> crazy. You're crazy right now. So now the girls are walking back to the table. And Craig, <laughs> Craig just goes, just for the record, we are not friends anymore. <laughs> Vanita goes, Craig, that is a lot. And she goes, these people are crazy. <laughs> so he walks off all mad. And Levitt's like, what is happening, you guys? And Craig's like, these people suck. They're all fucking crazy. We are no longer friends. Bah! Prick. Absolute prick. So he's walking off. And um, Olivia's like, Craig. Uh, and Austin's like, I don't care about him. I do not care about him. He's insane right now. Madison. Olivia. <laughs> Liv Madison. Matt Olivia. Matt Olivia. <laughs> Olivison. <laughs> It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So the food finally arrives. And now Shep, I think, is realizing he was being a dick before. So he's now being over the top when they're ser the guy's serving him mac and cheese. He goes, I would love mac and cheese. Who the hell doesn't want that? Right, my friend? Uh, too late. He even comes off as an asshole when he's trying to be. He comes off as so patronizing to the freaking food staff. He's like, who wouldn't want mac and cheese, my friend? Am I right? Look, I've made a cobblestone path of cucumbers for you to follow to show you how much I respect your work. Yeah, and I feel like Whit Whitney is trying really hard to be, like, of the people and not just be some, like, rich guy who's rented out of Frank Lloyd Wright House. And he's, like, he's just being over the top. He's like, wow, this is amazing soul food. I love this. This is wonderful. Thank you so much, prayer hands. Prayer hands. Oh, mother, thank you so much. They they really are going over the top to be like, look at us. We're so down. I'm like, wow, I'm sure that um, that <laughs> staff really, really put a lot of stock into the two rich white guys talking about how this is the best soul food they've ever had. Like, what was your yeah. other option? Frozen Luby's mac and cheese? You, you, you don't go to soul food. Shut the fuck up. Both of you. <laughs> Yeah. So then, um, so now Craig is back. At, he's back at the table and he's like, there's one person at the table that needs to apologize. And he knows who it is. <laughs> and Austin goes, wow. Wow. And Olivia's wow. like, okay. Okay. Did you notice that? Fucking Olivia over there. <laughs> yeah. Olivia's like Sharon Stone in Casino, meanwhile, at the end of the table. <laughs> Good for her. I like that version of Olivia. So <laughs> maybe someday Olivia will be doing commercials for uh, like penny slots. Because you know that's what Sharon Stone's doing now. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking Sharon Stone. God I bless. heard her on Oprah and she is just. 
I mean, I guess she's exactly what you think Sharon Stone would be, you know? They were talking about COVID, and she's like, Oprah, this time at first was, like, so sad, and it wasn't me. But then I realized this is such a blessing. (laughs) This is such a blessing, Oprah. And Oprah's just like, what? Sharon Stone, really? There's no one else, really? Remember when she was had that she was interviewed and she was like, "Well, I was talking to my friend, the Dalai Lama," <laughs> and then she said something like wildly offensive about like uh, about like Chinese culture or something like that. But I mean, Sharon Stone got to give it up for her. She got struck by lightning through like her well. You know that happened. She was like, "I was struck by lightning. Lightning struck her well, and she was filling a tea kettle at the time, and she got zapped through the through the." <laughs> Her ex, her ex husband got his toe bitten off by a Komodo dragon. Wow, she's yeah, best friends with the Dalai Lama, <laughs> and now you she see, does slot machines. You're the person working for Oprah that made this interview sound like a good idea, and I resent that. <laughs> I mean, you're never gonna get a you're never gonna get an interview with Sharon Stone where you'll say that was a good interview. You'll be like, what was that? <laughs> what that's was what that? that's why Sharon Stone is great. Hey for guys, now. I think it's time to talk about Black Lives Matter. Let's interview Sharon Stone about that. And I was like, this is <laughs> this is not a good idea. She's like, Oprah, you know what I realized? There are black people in the world too. And I was like, wow, wow. I'm so glad I know now. Thankfully, I was educated. I was like, please just stop this interview. How's Oprah sitting there with a straight face? God bless Sharon Stone. God bless her to bits. Okay, so, so Marcy's just sighing, right? She's It's like she just heard about this Sharon Stone interview. She's like, bah! <laughs> So then um, Shep is miserable. We get another Shep miserable face. And Naomi's just giving a dirty look across the table to Shep. And then she goes, um, this food is amazing. Yeah, you know it's bad when Naomi has to break the tension with a compliment. <laughs> with a very tense compliment. Yeah, instead of, normally, she's like, normally this would be a time when I would say, I feel like we're all just garbage people, but it's really, things are getting really dark around here. I guess I'll say something uplifting. So Whitney is like, so uh, afterwards, we're going to go to a rec center, uh, uh, and I set it up especially for Craig, uh, even though he's looking a little despondent. A little pissy. And then he's like, stop being mean to him. God, what's happening to me? This is crazy. I need to throw myself into a lake. Paige is at home going, I told you. She's in love with him. I told you. I I told you. (laughs) So he's like, I'm not not being mean. Look at him. He's looking angry over there. And Taylor's like, "Um, guys, can we just like leave all the bullshit here, Craig? Nobody hates you. And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, if they apologize, then that's fine. But the person that needs to apologize needs to apologize. And if he does, he doesn't. And if he doesn't, he does. And if he doesn't, he... Fork should be nice, nicer than knives. <laughs> there, Craig. Craig, let's lighten up. Let's not. Let's not be so despondent, Craig. Craig is like, I'm not gonna act happy. There's one person I want to talk to, and when he's like, "You're being a bit of a a Debbie Downer," or as I call her, Deborah Downer. Okay, and Craig is like. Classic projection, buddy. <laughs> Craig has clearly gone to a therapy session and is now regurgitating everything. Much as I do, by the way. So Olivia's like, Austin, why don't you just fix it, Austin? And he's like, whoa, don't put this on me. This is on me. 
What, what are you saying? This is not me. She's like, I'm just saying fix it so you can enjoy the night. This is so annoying. Like, you just screamed you're a crazy person at him. And he goes, you taking credit side? I won't leave him. I'm going back to my room now. <laughs> so he gets up and leaves. It's like the house, It's like a Real Housewives reunion walk-off competition, you know? Ridiculous. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe he's even aspiring to woo back Olivia, and he's behaving this way. So now, um, now it's the next morning. It's eleven forty-five in the morning, and people are waking up. There's some cuddling in bed and everything. And Austin's like giving Craig the finger to the wall. Austin wakes up. He's like, Ugh! he's giving like the finger. So this is like a lot of waking up, waking up. John, John is trying to, I think, make a splash on this show because he's like, wake up, rise and shine, Marcy. Ah, I'm John. And it's like, mm, no, John, no. <laughs> No. She's like, Jesus Christ, John. So then <laughs> Olivia calls Leva, and she's like, oh, my God, our cabin looks like spring break in here at Leva. And she's like, what did I miss? Tell me everything. What's the cost? So we see last night that Leva and Vanita were like, this is dramatic. We're leaving. Oh, really? Mm, okay. Not smart. Not a smart move. Okay, you two are not fixtures on this show. I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing, but leaving work before closing time is not a very good idea. Second yeah. of all, all you two have done is start drama. What the fuck are yes. you talking about? Everyone else has had to sit there through your drama. You sit through theirs. It's like leaving at open mic night because you don't like whatever song is coming up. Okay? You're there to sing and they have to listen to your bullshit and you listen to their bullshit too. Okay? What yeah. kind of open mic reality show, show losers are you anyway? Get back there. I agree. So um, Olivia talks about how she didn't have a uh, real conversation with Austin last night, which to me sounds like a blessing. Like the fewer conversations you have to have with Austin, the better. So Olivia's like, I didn't even get to talk to him about C. C. What's her name again? C. C. Alice. C. Microaggression. So- <laughs> I couldn't help yourself, could you, Olivia? She goes, you can't have these girlfriend expectations of me when you're going home with an ex. And so then. Um, Meanwhile, Austin's in the kitchen. Now, Austin's trying to be, like, super Prince Charming with with the staff. And he's like, oh, gosh. Wow. Look at all this food you put out here. I have to have this thing. What is this? And the chef is like, bacon, cheese, potato. Bacon, cheese, potato. She's been waiting all day for someone to look at her bacon, cheese, potato. She's so excited. <laughs> the last guy came in here in his underwear, then took a piece of it and said he hates baked potato and threw it on the floor. I just cleaned that one up, though. There's some fresh ones here if you'd like. <laughs> yeah. So in, in related news, a B is attacking Olivia and then dies of an overdose. And then um, <laughs> Leva's like, so, so we're back with Olivia and Leva on the phone. And Leva's like, so are you going to talk to him today? Because like, you know, Austin is like so emotional because like no one followed him when he walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love and is so true. And Olivia's like, I mean, we're in the wilderness. I'm not chasing after anyone, not even Jesus. If Jesus were here, I wouldn't be even chasing after him. You know, her mom was so disappointed. She's like, I tried to raise that girl right, but she wouldn't even chase Jesus in the wilderness. I'm I'm ashamed. <laughs> She's like trying to fuck Austin, the biggest loser in the world. She's wiping her nose the whole episode. And yeah, you're right. The mom would be like, but she said she didn't want to chase Jesus. What's the point of putting a giant-ass cross in my kitchen if she's not going to chase Jesus in the wilderness? So, um, Olivia's like, well, like, I, oh, Olivia's like, yeah, and we also, like, played some basketball, and it was, like, so fun, and, like, Austin just missed it, and you know who kept disappearing? Naomi Whitney, Naomi Whitney kept disappearing, 
and then we see a clip of the middle of the night where Craig is drunk with a sword walking down mm-hmm. a hallway. Like, this is the problem with a prop person. When a person uses props in anger, it's not good. Sure, it starts with a butter knife through a wall. Then it starts with a little fork and knife fighting yeah. at dinner. And then he's got an actual fucking sword, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is probably like a very expensive antique or something that Frank Lloyd Wright sourced from somewhere. And <laughs> we Craig need to is just talk like, about Kevin. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Craig is like banging on this door and he's like, he's like, Naomi and Whitney, Naomi and Whitney, Naomi and Whitney. And Naomi's like, Craig, you sound like literally such a fucking crackhead. Oh, feels good to be back in my normal voice after all that. <laughs> this food tastes great, air quotes. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm just guardian of this house, so I'll just be out here guardianing. Uh, so then Craig is in by the way, room. Uh, by, by, by the way, like this is the bullshit that that Paige is trying to cast Naomi like the jealous ex, and who is the one who is like lurking and trying to cock block Naomi right now? That's Craig. Craig is the jealous ex, and he always has been. Yes, Craig is. And I will say this in Paige's defense, Craig. She's just going off what Craig's telling her, of and course. we've seen Craig lying his face off this season about like, yeah. oh yeah, she was like begging to get back with me, and like she was like on her hands and knees apologizing, and I was like, really? And then like, why don't you tell the duck? And then like, she sacrificed a duck for me. She stabbed it <laughs> and she took its heart out and she ate it right in front of me. That's how much she wanted me. It's it like what? None like... of this happened, Craig. Okay, <laughs> sacrifice a duck. So then, Pe- then Craig, Craig calls. Page and she's like, How are you? And he's like, Well, apparently, everyone knew that Whitney and Naomi had been hooking up. I, I walked by their door and I could have sworn I heard Naomi saying, Craig, Craig, Craig. She's obsessed. Oh my God. Uh, he's like, Yeah, well, I guess that's a thing now. That is so weird. Uh. He's like, Yeah, well, I was like, Why are you guys like keeping it a secret then? And she's like, That is so bizarre. Uh. <laughs> and then I went back to the main house last night and I found this antique sword and she's like, oh, wow. So obviously I picked it up. So I was like banging on Whitney's door, honestly, just to be like, what the fuck? Come party with your friends. And then Naomi's voice comes out and it's like, Craig, go the fuck to bed. And I was like, oh my God. Isn't that a great story, Paige? <laughs> Isn't that funny, Paige? <laughs> He's like laughing way too hard. And she's like, oh my God. Uh, imagine talking to your ex while the guy you're fucking is standing next to you okay you just heard the the real story and you're still making it sound like naomi is stalking craig he was standing outside her door trying to listen to them fuck page yeah okay how are you gonna make this naomi's fault (laughs) and then when she says imagine talking to your ex-boyfriend while the guy you're fucking standing next to you like in what world is that normal i'm like your you're show, Summer House. Summer House. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're from Summer House, and you're literally shooting the season right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so then Austin, he's still laughing. Craig, by the way, she says that, and Craig's like, Craig, 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 no. She's like, yeah, I'm like, what world is that normal? And he's like, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Hold on, I've got some more. <laughs> <laughs> so then Naomi starts walking up to breakfast, and Austin's like, oh, look at this hot piece of tail walking up. And when he goes, oh, her gate has an elegance. Oh, her gate? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like the way she walks. Okay. Not, yeah. Not the swinging gait. Swish walks. Okay. Idiot. <laughs> so Austin. So Naomi walks in. So now Austin is now now he's acting like he's always known what gate meant, and he goes like, huh, "We were just commenting on your gate. Your gate's insane right now." Like like, my gate, like a swinging gate. Like what is my gate swinging? <laughs> and when he's like, "We went, the, we went the way you walk, which is totally natural, not to know that word." You know, there's there's certain elegance, certain <laughs> elegance in how you walk. Have you ever thought about wearing oh, caftans and ringing a little bell to go places? So then, <laughs> like the Frank Lloyd Wright of walking, basically. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Miss Vanderoe of gates. So then, um, Naomi's like, uh, "Thanks." <laughs> so <laughs> can I just have one of those weird, like, uh, bacon wrap? Bacon wrap is potatoes. So, so Austin, <laughs> Austin's like, Whitney, come here. He's like, huh. That was that noise, by the way, was my way of denoting a wink. <laughs> huh. An Austin wink. Huh. And Whitney's like, oh. He's like, what, what, what are you doing? What are you, what, are you, what, are you, what are you winking right now? Your wink has such a weird gait. Like, is that a wink? You're like There's closing one elegance. eye. Certain uh, inelegance about the way your eyelid closes. <laughs> You're the Ashley Holmes of winks. <laughs> You're the Gwyns of winks. And Austin's like, what did you do last night? What did you do? What did you do last night? He's like, oh, oh we uh, drove around the property. I got wine. We picked little flecks of cucumber off the grass for a while. You know, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then last night we see Winnie and Naomi talking with wine. And Winnie's like, so uh, I heard Craig uh, interrogating Austin about us. And I know Craig is, a li- is, is pissed at me uh, at dinner. Uh, future mother. Mother. And Naomi's like, uh, he just... <laughs> He like just didn't understand. It's like an idiot, garbage person. Oh God, I love speaking like this. And Whitney says, "Yeah, and you've been a you know a, a loyal friend and a you know, shoulder to cry on." And she's like, "That's me, shoulder to cry on." And he goes, "Well, a naked shoulder." It was, it was, like, it was a naked shoulder. Had, you had to ruin that. You had to ruin this moment. <laughs> Oh, so, so then, Craig comes in and he's like, hello, yeah, hello, everybody. And when he's like, hello, Squire. Morning, we Squire. A, we have a chef <laughs> in there. <laughs> he's like, where'd you get that omelet from? Well, let me guess, Craig. You just walked into the dining room. There's a kitchen to the left. <laughs> we can play process of elimination. Stop being jealous of my pillows. So Austin's like, what kind of person does it take to act normal the day after a psychotic break like that? And Whitney's like, yeah, he knows what's wrong. He doesn't even care. And then Austin does that thing where he just like picks at his face. He doesn't know what to do. So then Naomi and Austin sit down together. And Naomi's like, so did you guys talk it out? (laughs) Yeah, I had a good night's sleep. That's for sure. That's for sure. You know, he had like a terrible night's sleep. And he was like playing up how good his sleep was. That way Craig... Like, like basically Craig and Austin have like a, had a great night's sleep off, you know? Yeah. And so she's like, so are you and Olivia guy? <laughs> and just and Craig's like, uh, well, she wasn't happy with your behavior last night. That's for sure. Well, Craig, I'm not happy with your behavior last night. Yeah. Well, that's fine. But like a lot of people weren't happy with your behavior. Okay. And there's a reason that nobody chased after you when you left. Unlike when I left five minutes before you and also no one chased after me, <laughs> but I came back quicker than you. So it was less pathetic when I did it. So 
Well, uh, as someone who had a great night's sleep, let me just say, oh, wow, a lot of people weren't having my behavior. <laughs> okay, Craig. Oh, Craig. It's like, yeah, well, there's like a reason and like no one chased after you. Well, can you justify your behavior in any way you can? Can you just do that? Well, there's no one that will take your side over my side. I asked fork, knife, and cucumber. They're all anti-you. So I have an announcement to make. Ding, ding, ding. Oddly enough, I had a fork, but it, it they just keep leaving. Anyway, ding, ding, ding. Maybe we shouldn't be friends anymore. There. It's like, what are you going to make this announcement every day? I know. <laughs> it's like so... Um... It's like so, like elementary school. So then Shep and everyone else starts to arrive, and um, you know they're still like squabbling. And Craig is like, "Yeah, Austin, like, because you're like an asshole." And then he goes, "That's not new news, Craig." <laughs> <laughs> so Olivia is doing Ali Sheedy jaw in the interview room. She's like. <laughs> Of course, I should have known that his lover's quarrel was going to continue to be, like, a thing. His <laughs> lover's quarrel with Craig, that is. <laughs> and then and then, it just cuts to Austin being, are, you are a crazy person. You are. She's like, how are you guys, like, already fighting? God, I hate him. I hate <laughs> him so much. It's insane right now how much I hate him. And he's like, I'm getting bored. I want to do something else. Pedestrian American games. It's like, oh, <laughs> the real Whitney finally comes out. He's acting like that's a funny accent, but I'll bet that's really Whitney. I'll bet he goes home like with his weird little chemistry set. And he's like, oh, today I find a way to show these stupid Americans how to understand Git. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, uh, you can cart in an evil plan up there again because I need a martini. <laughs> right Whitney, you're using the wrong glasses for the poison that's going to end the world. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So, um... So now they're gonna change. They're gonna be doing an egg toss, a low stakes egg toss, where whoever wins gets, as far as we can tell, nothing except maybe bragging rights. So surely nothing could go wrong with this random ass scene. This is just by such way, another rude fucking game. Okay, you've got Shep throwing food on the ground, and now you have people throwing eggs to smash all over the property. Is Joel Silver okay with this? Okay, because he <laughs> owns this house, and this is some bullshit. Also, is it Joel Silver owns this house? Yes, oh, and they're, really? egg, they're egging Joel Silver's Frank Lloyd Wright house. What the fuck? Oh, I was thinking Joel Gray. Wait, wait, Joel no, Silver. No, Joel like Gray doesn't own shit, okay? Joel <laughs> Gray doesn't even own a Hyundai. Okay. I was going to say Joel, Joel Gray. Silver. I was like, because Jennifer Gray is going to show up. I was like, wait a second, but Gray and Silver don't match. Wait, Joel Joel Silver, the producer? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, fuck him. On the, listen, this is how I know. People told us on Instagram, okay? Well, he's a problematic piece of shit anyway. And like everyone <laughs> yes. who's ever worked for him said he's like the worst person of all time. So you know what? Make him pick up some egg from his property, but don't ruin the house. <laughs> the house is historical. <laughs> like, do it outside. Do it on the lands. Um, but... Uh, you know, also, by the way, fuck Shep for a whole other reason, which I just thought of right now. We have to, on these shows, sit through so many stupid games all the time. Like, on, like when, the sh when, the, when there's sort of like a slow episode, they make us do it. It's like, guys, we're going to play kickball. Are we going to do a relay race? Stuff that, like, we don't really care about and is, like, never really fun. And the reason why we do it is because of this. Because every once in a while, it's like a, a clock is right twice a, twice a day. Once in a twice while, a you strike... 
twice and never. And I was like, I don't believe in time. But like once in a while, one of these stupid games makes crazy drama out of no, you don't know when it's going to happen. And because Bra- you never know when you're going to have a moment like this egg toss scenario, Bravo's just going to make us always sit through the relay races and the egg toss in the games because you never know. That's why I have endless kickball. I think of like all these stupid games we sat through. And you know what? Like I kind of think like maybe if Shep had just been like a normal person, someone at Bravo would have said, you know, I don't think we have to do these games anymore. Let's just like, let's just not have these in our shows. And then Shep does this. And they said, you know what? Glad we kept the the games in. Let's have some three-legged races and never have I ever. So on the next episode. So you're mad because he's encouraging it? Yes. (laughs) He's encouraging bad content for us. Even though this was great content. Uh, so, uh, he's in a hammock and Craig's like, don't get out of the hammock. I'm going to sit with you in the hammock. Don't get out. Don't get out. And he does. So they spill beer and they throw beer at each other and stuff. And then, uh, Shep goes to Olivia and Austin. He's like, are you mad at Austin still? You are right. You're mad. Okay. Talk it out. Bye. I'll go over here. I'll go over there. (laughs) I was like, I don't know why you're mad. And she's like, you don't know why I'm not in a happy place with you right now. And then Olivia tells us, why are you going to be upset at me for doing something you encourage me to do when you're just going to go play Naked Twister with your ex? I thought of that. Sedonka or whatever her name is. Sedonka. Um, And, you know. (laughs) Sedona. This is the problem I see. It's like Olivia tried to do. The typical thing, right? Like, you know what? If he's if he's not committing, then you pretend you're with somebody else, and you'll make him real jealous, girl. You know, it's like the old mm. thing. Even Marcy said, I actually I don't agree with do. that. Marcy said, that's what I told her to do. I said, if you if you want him to pay attention to you, he's not giving you the attention, then you show him what it's like if you go with somebody else and see how he, you know, that's what Marcy said. Well, So you can't do that with this cast because they're more m- immature than any game you can come up with to get their attention. You know, if you try and do something like that to them, he's like, okay, I will one up your blind date at a wedding by fucking somebody else right after. Yeah, I mean, I, I, weirdly enough, I hate to stick up for Olivia, but um, I don't fully see it. I, I know why it like reads like that, but I feel like she's just like, okay, this guy's obsessed with his ex, and like he's also talking down at me. Whatever, I'm just gonna move on with this with this guy, and then he gets mad at her, even though like he sort of precipitated that situation, and then he does something that's like way more kind of like tit for tatty like it's more and like you know and i just think for her her thing is like you're so mad at me for being like okay well you're not giving me anything so i've decided to go like explore something else and then you went and then just did something that was like 10 times more intense than just like going on like a silly date to a dog thing so i think that like to me, it was not so much. I didn't really feel like Olivia was being that tit for tatty. She's just like, fuck it. Like, I'd rather just explore my options. And then he was being tit for tatty, which is why I'm more angry at her than at him than I am at her. Mm-hmm. But I understand your points. I'm not saying your points are, are, are like not right, but I'm just saying like, that's how it's reading to me. Okay. So then, um, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, honestly, I don't care. It's Olivia and Austin. I can't. It's a fake relationship to start. So it is. I just that, that's number one. My By only way, that's the most important point. You can't. It's not real. You can't play games with these guys because they'll always beat you. They'll just be a hundred percent more vile than you could ever dream of. You know, that's I mean? true too. They'll hurt your feelings way more than you could ever try to hurt them because they don't have. Yeah. Them, you know. So then. Um, 
egg toss time. So Shepard's like, Shepard. Shepard is Shepherd. like, Cameron remember says. the egg toss? Okay, this egg toss. You need space. You need a lot of space. Oh, my God. They called me old, old egg toss back in college. Yeah, I'll bet they fucking did. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then, of course, Whitney is not playing old egg, egg toss. toss. Fucking <laughs> <Shep>. old egg toss. <laughs> Can Shep get more Shep? <laughs> they called me old egg toss back in college. <laughs> So, so when he's not gonna play, and then uh, Craig goes, "Come play egg toss with me." So when he goes, oh, "I don't know why we're not on the tennis court. Oh, something more elevated, mother." <laughs> so Whitney refuses to play because it's not elevated. <laughs> yeah. So then, like before they start playing, Austin's like doing an angry bet, and he like tells Shep, "He's like, Shep, there's no fucking chance in hell you hit that skinny tree right there. No." fucking chance shep is like i'll hit it so he throws an egg and he hits the tree which is like it's like okay great he goes i win i win <laughs> <laughs> and austin you know that was money such an austin thing to say <laughs> i know that, that was, was money bro throwing an egg like, at a tree it really wasn't getting that his, money. getting his swingers in there you know um, <laughs> i know so uh let's see so austin's like uh okay Okay, John, I need you to use soft hands. All right, soft hands, like in Mighty Ducks. <laughs> so the egg toss is afoot. And Naomi, uh, <laughs> oh, Taylor, uh, the egg falls on the ground, right? So Taylor's like, oh, my God, it fell. And she stomps on it. And Chef's like, what are you doing? That didn't break. You fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. That egg wasn't broken. She stopped on the egg. She stopped on the egg. What? Like, wow. Like, wow. I it, like if you are a competitive person, you get caught up in the egg toss, and this happens. I think the com- quote unquote competitive response would be like, like, no, what? Did, oh gosh, okay, can we get a new egg? That's where, you, and then it's done. If we get a new egg, she didn't realize, and and then you move forward. But he's like, you fucking idiot! You stepped on an egg during an egg toss game where the winner receives no perceptible prize. How could you do this? And Olivia's like, don't call her an idiot, and throws an egg at him. And so he gets one and nails Olivia with the <laughs> egg back. And he's like, she stepped on my egg. Taylor's like, I'm sorry, it fell. And he's like, that is not the name of the game. It's not called egg fall. The name of the game is not to have the egg brag. I'm I'm a leg tosser. I'm a leg tosser. <laughs> She's like, but I thought if you drop the egg, then you're out. He goes, unbelievable. Great. Great. This is this is great. I'm like, dude, are you this angry over a really rectifiable like do over moment? And so he, she, Olivia's like, he called Taylor an idiot. I'll hit him again. I'll throw the whole carton at him again. I was like, please do actually. Craig's like, don't throw eggs at Olivia. It's not nice, especially when Naomi's like two feet away from her. And Olivia's like, yeah, and it really hurt. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm real sorry about that. Olivia, look at me with my egg that you threw on me. God, I'm so sorry, Olivia, gosh. And Olivia's like, don't call your girlfriend an idiot or I'll do it again. And she goes, if she fucks with my game, I'll say it again. Fuck yeah, I said idiot. I should have said something worse. And Taylor's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and Taylor's like, okay, bring it on, buddy. 
she's all upset. And so he's like, she's an opponent of mine, and I'll say what I want to her. And Naomi's like, um, she's also your girlfriend. Don't be like a dick. It's like from Mighty Ducks. No, it's not. Stop trying to use Mighty Ducks against me. <laughs> I'll say fuck you to a duck too. Okay, she's my opponent. I win. I'm I like, win. <laughs> I win. That like primal response of <laughs> I win, like that, like totally regressive to like being five years old, just saying I win in a moment that was like not about winning. Literally, nobody cares about the egg toss. Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like no one cares about the egg toss. The producers made you made you do it, and also like. Honestly, it was not the it was not a winning moment. So, um, so then Austin is like, "Yeah." Austin all of a sudden pretending like he's a gentleman. He's like, "Yeah, I've seen Shep be rude to Taylor a few times." Didn't say anything about it, of course. <laughs> Didn't say anything. But uh, yeah, it doesn't sit well. And it shouldn't sit well with Taylor either. This <laughs> is insane right now. Insane! What an idiot she is. <laughs> So Naomi takes Taylor inside, and as they walk off, Shep goes, Incidentally, great catch, Naomi. Great catch, Naomi. Jesus. So they go in, and Naomi's like, yeah, he shouldn't talk to you like that. That's, like, abusive as, like, fuck. So, and Shep goes, the wussification of America continues. Everybody gets a trophy. I suppose you're going to go to drag queen story time next, you bunch of woke losers. How is he talking about the wussification of America when he is the one having the tantrum? He is the one who's the wussy here. really crying like a little boy, screaming that everybody else is a wussy. I mean, a guy who has nothing, has to do nothing his whole life because he was given everything, crying because he didn't win the medal in an egg toss. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So Shep and John go off to play basketball, which answers the question I think we had last week, which is like, wait, why is Shep packing a basketball jersey to go to a Frank Lloyd Wright house? There's a basketball court. So Austin is like, yeah. Uh, So like the whole shut up Taylor thing does not mesh well with women. I'm like, doesn't mesh well. I I think it probably doesn't mesh well with anyone who has like any sense of respect for other people, not just women. And Craig's like, yeah, well, the girls are already pissed. And, like, I don't know what we're supposed to say at that moment. But I'm disappointed because I've never seen Shep talk to her like that. I mean, I've seen him talk to other people like that. But usually, I don't know, they're like checkout workers or maids or, (laughs) I don't know, taxi drivers. (laughs) Actually, I saw him talk to the mayor like that one time. (laughs) That was kind of funny. So Marcy's like, well, John would never talk to me like that. And then she tells us, you know, I've known Shep my whole life, even before I was pregnant, which I am right now. And he's just always been like that. He has tantrums. He cusses at his mom. He'll just be like, this is effing ridiculous. I'm not effing going. I don't want to effing do it. But he knows better because he was raised better. I'm like, actually, he was not raised better. Apparently he's not raised not. better. Yeah. Because She's he's like, now Fran a 40. And Rip are great parents. And Shep's yeah. just very wild. He's just very hard to tame. No, that's we're not going to do the boys will be boys thing. It's not that he's hard to tame. Uh, he has severe like emotional problems. You know, I'm sorry. He was not raised better. He, I feel bad for his mom who, <laughs> like, whatever is going on in that household where they did not instill some sort of respect, like that you can't just like curse at your mom like that. The fact that that was like normalized in their household, I don't know what's going on, but it is bullshit, and I do not stand for it. Yeah, just keep signing those checks. You're doing great. 
parents. Yeah. So then Naomi and Taylor are inside, and Naomi's like, that was, like, insane. Like, what just, like, happened? Like, like it happens, like, a lot. I can tell. Does he not let you eat Rice Krispies treats when you want to at coffee shops? <laughs> I see the signs. <laughs> Wink once. <laughs> If you're not allowed a Rice Krispie treat. So um, she, Taylor's like, it happens often. And it was like, the fact that you're like, lucky I didn't say something worse. That he says, like, you're lucky I didn't say something worse than fucking idiot in front of all your friends. Like, that is abuse. That is abuse. And Taylor's like, I didn't even hear it because I'm just so accustomed to it. I didn't even hear it. And then Whitney comes in. And he's like, oh, well, he's kind of a feral animal. I mean, he doesn't mean it. He says shit that's stupid. He doesn't think. Like, what, why does Shep get a pass for this? You know, like, especially because, you know, like, if it were like a woman, it'd be like, well, she's a, she's a craven, craven vixen, you know, like, but like with Shep, it's like, oh, he's a feral animal. Like, why is it everyone else's job to have to, like, you know, like adjust their behaviors for the feral animal? I say put the feral animal in a cage and do something with it. Get it out of the general population or yeah. set it off to the woods. Whatever you do with a feral animal, whatever you do to make yourself li- your life easier when Love you're around it, a feral animal, hug it, do it. Comb it. I mean, you shouldn't say feral animal because that does soften me to Shep. I'm like, oh my god, all it needs is some love. <laughs> I just think of you know, you know, I ha- I just think of the video I just saw yesterday of a rabid fox attacking a lady. Oh God, I don't watch those. Well, I have that block. Now, is it if it, is it a rabid fox becoming best friends with a rabid bunny and then hugging? No, I'll watch <laughs> that then, video. And then music plays, and then like words show up on screen saying "best friends." <laughs> yeah, I'll watch that. So anyway, yeah, Whitney apologizes for Chef, and Naomi's like, "Well, if he loved you, he wouldn't like put you in that situation." And Taylor says, "But I love and care about him, and I'm not trying to fix him. I mean, that's on him, but I do care a whole hell of a lot about that person. But I am exhausted. Yeah, because you're with a fucking asshole. Okay, <laughs> child. go." Oh my you're with God. a child who you are trying to fix, despite the fact that you said you're not trying to. Of course so now, you're trying to fix him. You don't want to be with that. You know, that is not fixable. Okay. Yeah. So um, now over the basketball court, Shep is still fuming. He's like, I'm sick of everyone. Hey, she came up to my egg in my face and stomped it. What's the proper response? I don't know, like laugh or be like, oh, no, you're not supposed to do that. Like, let's get another egg. Like, I don't know. Like, there's actually like a million better responses than what he did. And Marcy's like, well, I think they're all mad that you called her an idiot, bud. And he's like, hey, she came in from my head. She stomped on my head. In my face. In my face. She's well, just don't call her an idiot. And he's like, oh, please, I say that to my mom. Not a good reference point. (laughs) (laughs) You're not helping. It's not going to (laughs) work. So then he shoots a hoop. And Marcy's like, well, you know, maybe say sorry because, like, you were heated in the moment. And he goes, no, I'm never going to say sorry. Maybe she can take Craig and he can say I'm sorry. And when he wakes up, sorry. How was your day? Sorry. Maybe she should say I'm sorry. By the way, I think now's a good time to point out. Someone told us that Shep didn't even keep little Craig. That little Craig the dog is living with Shep's parents. This oh, really? This guy's a monster. Okay. You know, this guy's for- just a fucking monster. I've never seen a more sorry person than this person who doesn't want to say sorry. So Whitney is like, oh, oh, oh as your counsel and attorney, oh, uh, go talk to Taylor. Oh, she's a bit upset. She's in the kitchen. I told her you're a feral animal. So, you know, just if you could like film with the mouth a little bit, that might help sell the story. Okay. Good luck. Shep's like, oh, sh- oh, sh- oh, sh- oh, sh- oh, 
Like he's all mad. So and he blames it on Naomi, by the way. He goes, Yeah, well, because Naomi made her upset. God, everybody sucks. Yeah, because everybody's like walking away from him. You know, he's like, Everybody sucks. So Shep is telling us, Oh, I talked to Taylor like I talked to my family. I mean, my dad would come home and we would just roast him at the dinner table. It's sarcasm, it's needling. And that, like, sorry, that's just how I was raised. That's just so you were raised. spoiled, and your parents had no boundaries, and they gave you everything and didn't discipline you. You were probably an awful child. And guess what? All of your parents' friends hated inviting you guys over because you'd go over to their parents' friends' house and break shit, okay? So guess what? Everyone hated you when you were a child. That's what we've just learned. So he walks off all mad. He's like, it's never her fault, ever. Oh, couldn't possibly be her fault. So Craig and Austin are talking now, and Craig, <laughs> we get tinkling piano music, <laughs> like self-help from the 80s tapes, you know? It's like, yeah. ding, 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 ding. And Craig's like, so are we going to do it again? Just pretend that nothing happened and <clears throat> go on with the day? <laughs> oh, that's the Craig specialty. <laughs> He's insane right now. Hold on. Well, I don't have any problems with you. I mean, I don't have any problems. Craig, you've broken up with him twice in a day. Okay. You, you said we're not friends. <laughs> twice. Well, you could have fooled me. It was, I think, for like the first time I ever, I feel like I ever heard Austin say you could have fooled me. And I was like, actually, I co-signed that you could have fooled me. So Craig is like, he's like, well, I got upset because like you were defending Shep. And like, are you, like, are you kidding me? Like the guy who's supposed to be like my best friend is like, now you're coming at me. And that's like feeling of like not having my back is why I got so upset, you know? Cause I was like, wait, hold on. Let me, uh, one hand juggle this, uh, 40. Got it. Okay. That's why I like, got so upset because I was like, I would do fucking it. <laughs> Juggle. Got it. Anything for Austin. I'd do anything for Austin. <laughs> Isn't that what friendship is? Your best friend is supposed to tell you when you're doing something stupid or, dare I say, insane right now? Yeah, but the timing was bad because like, I took it as an attack that you could have just said, like, hey, buddy. And then uh, Craig just takes the empty beer can and throws it behind his shoulder on the ground. These people are all monsters. <laughs> monsters. And I'm going to go on the record as saying not a fucking one of you is raised right. Who <laughs> acts like this? The, the only like silver lining is truly the literal silver lining that joel silver will have to pick up that stuff although i'm really not because he's just gonna make he's other not people gonna do pick it. that shit up joel silver's not gonna walk around he's gonna have some coked out hooker walking the grounds picking it up <laughs> so um uh so so then austin so craig's like well the timing was off and i didn't handle it right and you know i like i received this an attack he's like you i could have said it better i could have said it better maybe a little bit less saliva you know like, but, yeah. like, I hate battling you, you know? Like, I hate waking up and, like, knowing that you're at breakfast without me. <laughs> and the piano's like... Da, 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 da. We, <laughs> both, we both could have discovered that bacon-wrapped potato together. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, like, really bromance. And he's like, I shouldn't say some mad stuff because it's not how I feel. But we're basically just saying stuff to hurt each other. But it's, like, not how, like, I feel or anything like that. It's like saying, I want a coffee. But what I really want is a chai tea. You know, it's, like, not really honest to how I feel. I know, but sometimes I have to be the guy that's, like... Throw out a chai tea, Craig. God, it's insane right now. <laughs> so Craig makes him hug him. He's like, what? You don't want to hug me? I mean, what? Like, come on. We're not going to just act like everything's okay. So they hug. And Austin's like, I can't just keep doing this cycle, Craig. 
I gotta just keep doing the cycle, Greg. <laughs> He's like, then let's work on it, buddy. <laughs> and then it cuts to John just shooting bricks on the basketball court. Like, here comes another one. Kobe. Oh, well, let me try that from the top. Okay. Kobe. Nope. Let's do one more time. Kobe. All right. One more. That's like, okay, John. Nope. So Craig and Austin go to the tennis court and Craig is asking why Storm, uh, Shep just stormed out. And Whitney's like, I've suggested keep talk to Taylor because she, you know, seemed a bit upset. And Olivia's like, oh. So Marcy says, well, I talked to him and I said, apologize. And he said, I will never apologize. Fuck you, you dumb butt fitness. I said, but I'm pregnant, Shep. He said, fuck your baby too. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's old Shep. Chip off the old block. God, Rip and Fran did a good job. <laughs> and Craig is, oh, I dated one of those ones. Now Whitney's dating her. And she won't stop following me around and talking about it. She's obsessed with me, basically. <laughs> I'm talking so, about Naomi in case anyone couldn't figure it out. Oh, you did? Okay, never mind. Uh, Olivia and Naomi are still, I mean, um, Taylor and Naomi are still talking. And um, Taylor's like, oh, my God, now he's going to come in here and be like, can we talk? And Naomi goes, I will literally fight him for you if you like want me to. Like, And she goes, I don't know if I can do it. So she stays, and Shep walks in and kind of hears that, and he looks. He watches Taylor walking out crying, and just looks at Naomi, gives this dirty look to Naomi. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, go ahead, lay it on me, then." Yeah, he walks in. He's got his hands on his hips, like, oh, "Fine, I guess I have to apologize now." And so Naomi's like, "Um, okay, so what attitude is that?" And he goes, "What?" Because um, Taylor's crying because of the way you spoke to her and the way you're treating her. And he's like, okay, I am not Mr. Say Everything Right all the time. And if that's a problem, then look elsewhere. Because I'm sure there's a guy who's a fucking boring accountant and he worships the ground you walk on. Go get him. I'm like, yeah, that actually sounds like a great idea. Okay. Someone who treats you perfectly and has a solid income and is like, you know, sounds like a stand-up person. I say, Taylor, find your CPA. Yeah, hell yeah. I know. I was going to say, that's the same thing we've been saying for weeks. We're like, go get him. Go get him. So Naomi's like, Shep, apologize. It's not like a weakness to say I'm sorry, okay? It's actually like a strength. Unless you're doing it to Craig, who doesn't deserve it. So (laughs) fuck that guy. You know what I mean? And Shep's like, all right, fine. Okay, guess what? I'm just going to change who I am. I'll just change who I am. Anybody got a Nixon mask I can wear when I go in there? All right? She goes, is that what I just said to you? I told you to apologize. He goes, I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. I'm like, actually, two seconds ago, you said, I'm not Mr. Say Everything Right all the time. So (laughs) is that the same thing as I say what I mean, and I mean what I say? So Taylor's crying, and she calls Craig, who's with Marcy, and she says that she wants to leave. And Marcy's like, no, but let us talk to you. Come on, you haven't really experienced anything until you've heard me try and explain this all away, semi-justify it, and tell you to put up with it, because maybe you'll get a couple of hundred dollars a month for the rest of your adult life. (laughs) Yeah. So then, meanwhile, Austin and Olivia are now going to have a conversation. She's like, Olivia! Which is always the best way to start a conversation. She goes, you've been far away for like a week now. So um, so then Olivia and Austin just, like, walk to a pond. And they're, like, walking, talking about how they're going to go to, like, the alligators. And it's like the notebook or whatever. Um, 
except I never wanted the notebook to end midway through with like a horrific alligator attack. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what it is, right? Because she, she's like, let's go look at those alligators and I'll give them a meal. And he's like, oh, what? I'm, I'm like in the notebook. Like, which one am I? She's like, not the romantic one. That's for, <laughs> you're far from Noah, my dude. And he's like, well, what if I throw you? She's like, God, you're so romantic. So anyway, they sit down and talk about um, the dog wedding She's like, honestly, I haven't even, like, talked to you since, like, the dog wedding, which is in itself a weird sentence. But, like, <laughs> you know, um, uh, what about Naomi in this date situation? And he's like, well, I know it was, like, my fault for being, like, let's take it slow. And then, like, you did exactly what I told you to do, which was insane. That, like, never happens. <laughs> but, like, everything that was dumb that happens in my life is, like, a problem with my own decision making, you know. But I don't want to date anybody else. I want to date you. She goes, oh, really? So then, like, what did you do after that party? And he goes, and he just shrugs, like, mm. and he goes, what did I do? Oh, yeah, well, normally what happens here is that um, Olivia and I go off with some friends and have some fun. And we couldn't do that. She goes, he's, like, like blaming her now. Blaming her again. Which, by the way, you know Sierra is watching this feeling just great. Right. It's like, yeah. Just got used a fucking gun. And this is supposed yeah. to be a romantic scene. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. isn't he a sweetheart? So Olivia's like, so did you go off with other friends? He goes, uh, but, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, with. <laughs> Are you saying the Declaration of Independence right now with your lips <laughs> while no voice is coming out? Amen. Sierra. With Sierra. Yeah, with Sierra. <laughs> so she goes, so, did you not know that I knew about you and C C Sienna hanging out? And he goes, okay. Dane, right now, Whitney gets a fax inside. It's like, oh, a fax just came through. It's crazy. It's from Karen Uger. So, so Olivia's like, did you go home with her? He goes. Uh, it was a great time to reconnect and the fact that we haven't spoken and everything, uh, he's basically trying to like now like wax almost like, not poetic, but he's just trying to, he's just trying to soften it be like, actually it was like a really meaningful moment, da 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 and she's like, this is bullshit, he goes, no, it makes sense that you're like what did you do? Yeah, it's like, it makes no sense (laughs) yeah, he said, it makes no no sense sense that you're being like, well what did you do? And she goes, I mean how are you so bothered by my blind date setup when you yourself were out there that night with someone you have a past with? He goes, Olivia, Olivia does it actually bother you Olivia? Does it actually bother you Olivia? And she's like I mean, I just wish you could have told me. And he's like, well, I've been thinking about you a lot because like, I really do like you and like, hey, you know what? I don't want to date other people. I want to date you um, at this point, I'm sad because I feel like I was rooting for Olivia to move past Austin and just, like, bang the hot guy. And now she's going back to him. And she's like, well, I don't want to see you with other people either. And you're someone I genuinely care about. And let's just communicate and be honest from now on. And we'll talk to each other, okay? That's going to be fun, right? And he's like, yeah, it's insane right now. I'm like, oh, this is sad. Gross. So in Taylor's room... um, 
Craig, Shep comes to talk to Taylor finally. And Craig's like, no way, you need to talk to me first. He's like, of course, Craig. He's like, come on, talk to me. So I go outside and Craig's like, listen, you met the one girl in the world who loves you for who you are, right? Like, she doesn't ask you to change. And you said, this is who I am. And I appreciate that. And I love that about her. But asking you to be like kind and considerate isn't asking you to change, Shep. Shep's just staring off into space like he's not going to yell, but he's totally bored and is refusing to listen. He's like blocking this out. He's like, whatever happened, upset her. So you go, hey, baby, I didn't mean to upset you. Not you shouldn't have gotten upset. And Shep goes, listen, I treat every relationship the same, women and men. And I'm like, well, that's because you ultimately like fundamentally Shep doesn't care about anyone he interacts with. So they're all inter interchangeable, which is why he can talk to his mom the same way he talks to this person or that person, man or female. Cause he, at the end of the day, he only cares about himself. So know, he doesn't care about anyone else. He's going to interact interchangeably. Literally my face is coming off right now while I talk, but um, it's funny because he is afraid of being called a misogynist, but not a narcissist, <laughs> you know? It's like, I'm not a misogynist. I'm just extremely selfish and only care about me. Like, yeah. oh, that's so much better, uh, Shep. Yeah. <laughs> also, no one called you a misogynist. Even if that was another dude that you were dating, you couldn't talk to them like that. No, shitty, exactly. You know? Yeah. So, sound egalitarian. Yeah, so he's like, but you have a choice to make, you know. And uh, he's like, well, I guess I will apologize because I do love her. And he goes, yeah, and life is choices, you know. Like, some people choose memory foam and some people choose goose feather, but some people are allergic to goose feather. So they choose, like, fake goose feather. Are you talking about pillows again? <laughs> I am. They're fulfilling. <laughs> I just, I don't want to see you down, Shep. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. That's why I think memory foam is a better option for you than down. <laughs> oh, I thought you had genuine concern. So uh, Shep then goes inside and he's like, can we please talk, babe? Please, please, please. I said it three times. She's like, she goes, I'm know. like, she goes, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so he's like, okay, please, I beg you. So they go into their into the bedroom, and she sits down, and then he lies down on the bed and puts his hand behind. It. I mean, even his body language—it's like you can't fucking sit up and have a conversation. He's like laying down, looking at her, like, you know, babe, you know. So Marcy leaves and everything, and um, he's like. You know, I don't want to be that couple that everybody's like, are they okay? Because, like, we're okay. I mean, we're okay. I think we're okay, right? No, Shep, you're not fucking okay. <laughs> what aren't you getting? What part about, like, bringing your girlfriend to tears over an egg toss game says that you guys are okay? She goes, you know, I'm sorry. Actually, she doesn't know you're sorry because you've said a million times, I will never apologize. And you've equated apologizing to changing, like, who you, like, are in intrinsically. And he goes, and you know I love you. I don't love anybody except for you. Am I perfect? Fuck no. By the way, him saying I don't love anybody except for you is totally a mind fuck, right? Like, isn't that, like, the classic narcissist playbook? Like, like it's only you. It's only you, right? Like, like I hate all humans like except you. Like, you're so fucking lucky. <laughs> like, yeah. I like you. Yeah. Uh, and then is the typical fuck boy 
emotional abuser monologue, right? Am I perfect? No. Am I difficult? Absolutely. Am I stubborn? Am I opinionated? Am I loud? Do I have teeth that look like they were made out of used doors from old houses? <laughs> sure. All those things. But I really appreciate you dealing with it. And I'm a better person when I'm with you. I'm no fool. But if I'm not good enough, that's okay. I'll be sad and I'll be brokenhearted, but I'll be understand. I'll be understanding about it. Oh, okay. So now you're the victim. Yeah. And you're just not perfect. And so it's her fault for not being able to deal with imperfections in a person. She can only deal with perfect people. So at the end of the day, it's really her fucking problem. She gets nothing for nothing. So uh, Taylor mm-hmm. said, she goes, she's like, well, I didn't even hear you call me an idiot because it's just like, it was like, whatever. And then like when Olivia threw that egg at you and she said, don't call you, don't call you her that. Like he, and she said, he called you an idiot. You said, I would have called you something worse. And I was like, wow. Okay. In front of all your friends. Like it's this angry inner being that comes out and I don't know what it is. And it does scare me. And I love you so much. And my family loves you immensely, but I am exhausted. And sometimes I want to quit. And I don't think you're a totally lost human being, which is why I'm here. I'm going to, I'm going to fix you there. I said, it. I'm going to fix you. I'm doing it. I'm fixing him. Oh, this is the grossest. He goes, it's called course correct, okay? And that's why I'm with you, because I need someone like you. Is this a fucking job position? This isn't about needing someone like her. It's like you fill all the needs. You put up with all of my attitude. You Mm -hmm. put up with everything. You're pretty, and you're still with me. Won't you stay? Like, I think you need to be saying, like, I need you, not someone like you. I love you, not someone who can put up with your shit. You. Like, what's one thing you like about Taylor other than something that has to do with you? I'll bet you can't fucking name one. That's such a great point. And, like, how about you do something to enrich Taylor's life rather than just expecting her to merely enrich yours? So uh, Taylor's like, she's like, I just want you to work on being vulnerable and putting your ego aside and being kind to people. I'm like, well, good luck with that, Taylor. But I told all those people I love their mac and cheese, and I even called one of them friend. Are you saying I can't throw cucumbers over to my shoulder anymore? I mean, let's come on. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll adjust a little bit, but like, let's not ask the world, right? So, um, he's but like, he does know. finally say, I'm sorry. The classic, I'm sorry you're upset. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to be upset. I want you to be happy. Wow. So next week, we get some soap opera action where Paige has worked herself up into a tizzy over this whole um, Naomi thing. And is finally like, oh, uh, Naomi's like, can we talk outside? She's like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to go there. Like, do you still have feelings for Craig? And Naomi just looks at her like. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I just feel bad for Paige because I don't I feel like what Paige is doesn't realize that like she and Naomi would be like so great together. Like I can see Naomi being on summer house and like, you know, those, those, uh, those afternoon sessions where they crawl into bed. I'm like, Oh my God, did you see what Kyle was doing? It's like, yeah, it was like disgusting. I know. It's like, ew. Like, why does he even do that? I know. I was feeling the same way. Like, ew, let's say it together. Ew, ew. Oh my God. That was so fun. 
Oh my God. Ah. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being with us for another episode of Southern Charm. We will be back next week. Don't forget, Monday is Winter is Crappening Day for episode two of House of the Dragon. So go subscribe to that over on iTunes. And we'll see you Monday night at Take a Seat over on Spotify Live. Bye, everybody. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni. She don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels! Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork. It's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet couture. We love you guys.